Ladies and gentlemen, it's time. You know what time? Father-son time. We invite you to FST Podcast Radio Austin. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to some Father and Son Time, the podcast where we talk about everything. My name is Alan and this is my biological father, Cole. Say hi, Cole. Hello again. Two days in a row. Two days All in right? a row. We're right back where we started yesterday. <laughs> Episode four, uh, two episodes in one week because of course, as you know, we missed. We've been slacking. All right. Yeah, we've been slacking. That's okay, because this is the second episode you get in one week. Yeah, so, you know, it's free, too, so stop complaining. <laughs> um, but, yes, uh, if you're new to the podcast, make sure to hit the download button, like, and make sure to share it with someone that you know, someone that you think will like this. Yeah, I would love to have a little bit more advertisement. That's hard to get the word out there about us. Yeah, sometimes it's mm, I'm not I'm not willing to pay what for advertisement. Oh, <laughs> oh, trying to get on the front page of Spotify uh, or whatever? I mean, maybe. It just depends on how much it is. It's probably not cheap. Hey, so do you believe in an afterlife? <laughs> We're just going <laughs> to jump right into it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would hope that we don't just, you know, hopefully we're not just eaten by worms in the ground. That wouldn't be very fun, now would it? No, I, I suppose not. What? Yeah. How would you want to get, would you want to get buried or like... Cremated? Oh, um, well, there's a thing about that. I mean, it's tra- we've been brought up with like this traditional way right. to go, you know, just. But the thing about the bad thing about that is it kind of cripples your family financially. So they're met with this death of a loved one. And then right after that, uh, how it for a good casket, it's what? A couple thousand dollars. <sighs> yeah. Like yeah. Thousand. So then they're like, oh, yeah. And then we have to have the funeral and that's going to be a couple thousand. And, you know, and then all the life insurance money, if you had any on that person, um, it's all going to the funeral. Yeah. I don't know how I'd want to go. I don't know. I, I don't I don't want to get cremated. Yeah. If I did get cremated, I'd want to be buried. Uh, I'd want my Your ashes, ashes to be buried with a tree seed. That way I grow oh, a tree. Oh, you grow as a tree. Yeah. Well, that'd be kind of That'd boring. be kind of cool. <laughs> no. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> hey, what, what are you going to do? You know, just sit there for a couple uh, hundred years and grow? Hmm? Uh, you know, <clears throat> actually, for a while, I always believed in the concept of uh, reincarnation. You believed in it? Like, you followed that? I feel like... Past lives are a real thing. Well, because you always get this. You ever like see someone and you get this vibe like you've known them? Yeah, like it's kind of like a very light sense of deja vu. And then that's when that's that's when that saying "I've met you in a past life." Yeah, that's yeah. where that comes in. Um, I've had that. I've yeah, had I know people. that Buddhists believe in uh, new lives, Hindu. like they're re- reborn. Uh, in Buddhism, though, um, your the way you go about your life depends on what you come back as. Really? So if like. If you're not a good person, you're gonna come back as something like disrespectful, like a pig or something. Is is it Hinduism that you get reincarnated as a cow? Um, no, they they think uh, cows have. I I'm not a hundred percent on this, but I'm pretty sure it has something to do with souls, like past, mm. like yeah, like humans. Yeah, I guess they're reborn into cows. Yeah, cows. I yeah, I know it has something to do with the souls of their ancestors or inside cows. I think so. That's why they don't eat them, and they are very respectful of them. When yeah, that's that's crazy the way yeah. they treat cows down there. Yeah, it's like I mean they're. Uh, 
it's, it's like a deity. <laughs> it's like it's yeah. Yeah. They treat them better than like real people. But I mean, I guess it makes sense if you believe that that person was once a per- that cow was once a person. Yeah, if that was like your great grandfather, you're not gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna turn you into a Big Mac. Um, but yeah, I I can see where that's coming from. I think when I believed in reincarnation, it was more for the the boot. Uh, the Buddhism, the standpoint? Buddhism standpoint. So you'd be reborn as an animal. As an animal, yeah. I you know, but in it, I always figured maybe I'd be able to choose what animal. Yeah. What What do you think? It's just like this, like big wheel you spin, and I then mean, he's like, "Oh, you got goat. You're coming back as a goat." <laughs> and you're like, <sighs> "You're like, dang. God, I get, wanted an eagle. I'm gonna get eaten. Oh, uh, I live." He's on. like, "Well, you'll be back here in about maybe three weeks. Three weeks." <laughs> um. No, I'd want to, if I got to choose to be whatever animal I wanted, I'd want to be an otter. An otter. Yeah. Why so specifically an otter? I am in love with otters, and it's just I don't know, like a regular so, otter or like a giant otter or not, like. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, like a giant, um, small hand uh, otter. I think they're from a Asia. giant small hand. Otter. I've never heard of that one. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. I'm pretty sure they're just called giant river otters or something. They're they're small hand otters. I, I bet you know what? We'll do some research later, but Okay. Uh, you can prove me wrong later. Well, I'll prove you wrong later. Um but yeah, an otter because they're they're just cute and they're also predators. Yeah. I, I think they're more omnivorous than carnivores. Like yeah. they I think they eat some plants and animals. Well, not the big ones. The big ones Oh no, the big one well, the big ones still eat some plants. Those but, things can kill humans. Yeah, I know. I like those can kill people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They're like <laughs> six feet long. Oh yeah, I've seen. I saw when I when I went to California, I went to the Los Angeles Zoo, Eek. and they were sleeping, but they're huge. They stunk though. They they stink. So you want to be this stinky otter when you come back? I'd want to okay. be something like a dolphin or a orca or a uh, eagle or something. Something with intelligence. Something with uh, a lot of freedom. I don't know how smart an eagle is. I doubt an eagle's that smart, but I know whales. Whales and yeah, dolphins are really smart. Yeah, um, yeah, and orcas. You know, they're like some of the closest things emotionally to humans because they like actually grieve over family and stuff like, which makes it so much worse that we're like, ah, oh, we'll put him in this cage and make him do flips. Yeah. Do you remember the the whole like incident where orca whales were killing trainers at SeaWorld? Well, yeah, that was. That I don't was a remember pretty that. big incident. Um, I mean, that was happening during uh, my lifetime, but I, I don't remember that. I remember I I've was never like, been to a Sea World. Really? Never. Yeah, never. I used to whenever I was little. I used to go to like the camps, like the little. And I remembered I I watched Blackfish, that documentary that came out and like oh, I saw that. Yeah, came out a while ago, but it was really sad movie. You really felt bad for these whales, but um, yeah, they. They had all these lies that they would tell the public about right. whales that were obviously not true. Like the uh, flopped over dorsal fin on the males. Uh-huh. They would they said that, like, that just happens, you know. But really, it's like from depression right, and stuff yeah. like that. And it eventually just sags over. And it's also a part of a... Uh, they normally current, like, makes it stiff and mm-hmm. straight up because they're swimming, like, miles and miles a day. But then they're in this cage and they get, like, no exercise, really. And, yeah, it just... Well, the story goes is that they went to go find the first orca whale, or one of the first, and then um, one of them just happened to be a bad apple. Wait, like, you mean, like, first ever, ever? Like, like when they first started using orca whales as entertainment for oh, their, yeah. yeah okay. And they got, like, a couple, and then one just happened to be a bad apple. 
And that's well, the one I, I would chose be too to if breed. I got ripped away from my family and was caged well, up. I'd be pretty mad all the time. That's the one they chose to to breed with other ones. So there's like Oh, are you talking about Tilikum? Yeah. Well, he wasn't even that wasn't even when they well, it was around the time they first started um It wasn't capturing. even at Sea It wasn't even at Sea No, it was it was, it was uh it was in Canada. Yeah, it was in and Canada. And it was called like Sea Land or something like something that. Something like that. Sea, yeah. And it was a lot like they didn't have any kind of rules and stuff. Any anything serious Any like SeaWorld? Like it wasn't like a big corporation. It was just like this one park. Um, but yeah, they had this one whale, and everyone liked him because he was so big, and they knew right. he'd be worth a lot of money because he had good genetics. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, basically, at one point, this trainer girl was walking around the side of the pool, and then her foot like slipped in. I either that or she was like sitting on the side of the pool eating lunch or I something. I think her foot slipped in. Yeah, and then he just swam up and grabbed her leg and drug her under. Drug and her you under know what he did? You know what they did with him? Nothing. They just they sold him. They were like, Well, this park's shutting down. Hey, SeaWorld, <laughs> you want this whale? Yeah. I mean, he's only killed like one person. Yeah, but he has good genetics. So. Yeah, he's just, he's a big old boy. So because he had a good genetics, they decided that he'd be the perfect specimen to breed yeah and show and, off and show world. off and you know his kids carried that that genetic that gen- yeah. that anger yeah that, that he trait. had um, that, that rough that i'm not for sure how many of his kids also committed these uh atrocities crimes. towards humans um but i know Boy. one of them i don't think it was related to him uh, a guy got crushed between two whales he mm-hmm. uh he was on one's back and the other one like jumped over the other whale landed on it and just sandwiched him, <laughs> crushed like all of his bones. I shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> I mean it's it's kind of funny if you think about it in like a yeah. cartoon sense. I mean it, it's funny because even after all these crimes that had happened where these orca whales are killing humans, yeah, that's not even the reason why SeaWorld like stopped having orca whales as like entertainment. It was just the brutality of how they kept them. And yeah, yeah. It was, so it well, wasn't that's, even... That's why they think so many acted out. Right, yeah. But because normally when they did act out, um, the the most famous case was uh, a woman named Dawn. Mm-hmm. I forget her last name. Brancher. Started with a B. Dawn something. Um, but she was killed during a live show. Um, at SeaWorld. Like, it was, Traumatized it was a big show. Kids. Yeah, yeah. And like they couldn't cover it up because so many people saw it, and that was that. <laughs> this was the case that broke through right. the barrier of like hiding it. I just think uh, it's crazy how like. And all that happened in that instance was Dawn um, was making Tilikum do tricks, and they weren't really in the water with him. Right. But they were. Um, she had him do a trick called like the wave, or I don't know if it was called the wave, but he waved. Uh, he swam around the pool, mm-hmm. the perimeter of the pool on his side with his um with his side fin, not mm-hmm. his dorsal fin. Right. His, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it looked like his little hand, and he was just waving at people, swimming around. And then uh, she whistled for him to stop, and he didn't hear it. And then she whistled again, and he came back, and there was a little miscommunication there because uh, he thought that he had to do this wave thing for so long and when he came back, she didn't give him the treat for doing the trick Which because 
Yes, and that angered him because he thought he did what she asked, but really she thought he was ignoring him and didn't hear the whistle. Oh boy! And what did did like did they interview the whale on this? They no. were like, so what happened back there? <laughs> I, so she's he's a whale and she's not alive to tell the story. But this is what people have gathered happened. So yeah, he was already a little frustrated with her for not um, getting the proper treatment after he did what she asked. Right. And uh, then it was another similar. Uh, Occurrence during the show, and he he just ate her, like he, he, he just ate her. He ate her, and then SeaWorld um, tried to cover it up and said like, Couldn't. "Oh, her ponytail was too long," and he grabbed her ponytail, but it really did not. I mean, he just because they were interviewing another SeaWorld person in like Texas, and the one that she was in was Orlando, I think. Uh huh. And they were like, and he was they were friends with her, um, in her training. And they asked where she was and if she was okay, and they said, like, the whale still has her. And they were like, what? what? Yeah, so, yeah, that was crazy stuff. I mean, you can't... It's pretty brutal to keep animals locked up like that. Yeah, I was, I was about general. to ask you, do you think it's, like, okay to keep, like, for no. zoos? Well, I don't think anything that's so intelligent and has such a strong uh, mm. mental maturity to just lock it up. Like, I mean... Even humans, if they're in solitary confinement, mm-hmm. I, I don't know why we still do that. Because that's still a big deal in prisons. Uh, they they have whole prisons made out of... their Supermax prisons are where everyone is in solitary confinement. Mm-hmm. And it is terrible for the human... They're allowed out of this four-by-four four room for like an hour a day hour for a lunch. Day. Yeah. And it humans are like social animals, so it would it like makes people crazy and it increases rates of suicide. Like what kind of, are we trying for prison reform or are we just doing like prison? <laughs> like what, like I think that the supermax, um, what was it? The, um, uh, solitary confinement. Yeah. I feel like that is, that should be under cruel and unusual punishment. You know, that's like a rule. We can't do that. But. Yeah. The way, the way prison, uh, prisons and even jails treat, um, people is terrible. It's like not, it's, it's, you know, we have mm. to realize that they're still people. Well, look, what happens to people whenever they, this is why our prison system is so messed up because people are, re- so say somebody is, they have like not very much weed on them and they were like, they have a little baggie or something and they're just walking down the street and a cop right. pulls them over and he catches them with weed and they have to go to jail. And then they get out of jail and then they're like, well, I need a job. And then they have to go to a job. And what does it ask you on your resume? You ever been to jail before? And then you have to answer yes. And then the employer goes, I'm not going to hire this guy because they've been to jail. And then you're out of the job. So where does that put you? Back on the street with drugs. And then you end up going back to jail. And it's just this endless cycle. So like in all these Swedish prisons, like it's about reform, like rehab, rehab. like Try to make you a better person, but I don't know, we don't do that. We don't do that here. No, I mean, some people like going to jail. They they find it like as it's an, better than being homeless. I mean, yeah, homeless people because it's like you have somewhere to sleep and it's like three yeah, meals you, a day. You get, you get insurance. You get to be bathed, meals. You can you have a gym. Uh, you, there's places to be social with other people under protection of guards. <laughs> like yeah, so I mean, it's not. For some, it's an opportunity. For others, it's just complete hell. Which, you know, I, I wouldn't... So, yeah, I, I mean, it's just... I think we need to treat our humans better. Yeah, I, I mean... It, I mean, 
Yeah, the crimes because some you're right. Some people commit like not. They well, shouldn't they, be considered. They commit crime. violent. Like, are you talking about like? Murders? I was talking about like if you get weed on you. Oh yeah, yeah. That's something like, that's not a big deal. Like a sl- yeah, that, and that like locks you in this cycle. For and the then rest they, of your they life. put you in the same place and treat you the same way as someone who has killed multiple people, and it's yeah. just like not right. Yeah, no, but it's not. Usually, cops are okay. You know, if you have like a little bit of weed, as long as you're honest. Yeah, with cops them, are a lot more lenient about things like that now. No. But if you come so. across just one that uh, having is a bad, bad day, yeah, yeah bad then you you get stuck in that system, and you're going to be in it for the rest of your life. So you think you'd survive in jail? I would survive in jail. Uh, I'd probably try to joke around with people and get them <laughs> to like class. me, and then and then hopefully they'd protect me. Like I, <laughs> you got to join a gang. All right. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> yeah, and then look, you're in a gang. You get a shamrock tattoo or something on you, isn't yeah. that a thing? I think I think you have to get a Nazi a swastika tattoo. Whoa! You? Why, why do I have to be a Nazi? Well, that's how they are. That's how they're neo Nazis in there. So man. that's it. It's like you can be part of like I'm, I'm telling you. Is it just like purely I've, racially segregated? And, always in jails. Yeah. Uh, but probably, like there's okay, no like so probably like prisons. Jails, jails are a lot like chill. They're a lot more chill. Jails are like nowhere close to prisons. But if you're in a prison. Well, you what, have to a, join a what gang. if you're white and you're and not a neo-Nazi? Neo. Well, they are, you have to. I mean, you uh, have what to about the tax-dodging white guys who are just dead? <laughs> and you're like, well, hey, you know, I just like my. Oh, don't talk to me before my morning coffee. You tax, know, I just tax-dodging. Yeah, you know, like those guys. They're not neo-Nazis. They're not, but but they have to. Become, they're probably just like the weirdos. No one talks to them. I'll. Know? I guess I'd join them. I was. Uh, hey guys, I. I'm in here because they had a gram of weed or whatever. So I'm just. Can I join you guys? I'm not a Nazi, so. Uh, well, you know, recently I've been looking into these um, YouTube videos of these guys who got out of prison, and they mm-hmm. teach you how to make like prison food. And I've been wanting to do that for like a video, make prison food because it's like is it bad? It's like weird. It's like weird. It's like I thought prison food was like better than school food. No, not like the stuff they give you, but like the stuff you make, so you don't have to eat the stuff oh, they give you. Oh, well, like you want to eat the stuff they give you then. It looks like it'd be okay to try. That's why I want to do it. I want to do it for a video just to like try it out, see mm. what it what is. What are you talking about? Like toilet wine? That stuff is dangerous. That, why? What do you mean why? That's like that's bacteria building up inside. Well, I assume you'd clean the toilet pretty good. It doesn't matter. It's bacteria. <laughs> You're supposed to leave it to ferment and like fertilize. Oh, you have to let it just, sit. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's a bunch of... What, what, what makes it is the bacteria. Oh, you have to put yeast didn't. in there, and then it makes the back. I'm not an expert on wine so yeah, toilet making. I've been watching all these videos. I know. So you know. Yeah, you're the guy to it's, talk to about It's kind of like kombucha, if you know what that is. It, it's no. fermented like tea, I think. And yeah, it's it's like, but but it obviously prison wine is a lot more disgusting because you have to use toilet water. Gross. But um, yeah, I want to try it. I see it all you the time. Want to try job. kombucha? Wanna, kombucha. Oh. I, okay. try kombucha. I was like, oh, you want to try toilet wine? And then if I like kombucha or if I can tolerate kombucha, I might go. But because I could. The then to- you'll try the toilet wine? Prison wine is. That could kill you. That can get you really sick and kill you. Gross. Why do they drink it then? Just because I want to get. How do they put what else alcohol are you gonna do in, in there? Well, that's what the. It ferments oh, and then it the creates the alcohol. Yeah, the bacteria. Alcohol? Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. Kombucha has a little bit of alcohol because you have to leave it to, to ferment and stuff. Mm. Um, Odd. Uh, but yeah. I wouldn't know. I think if I was to go to prison, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'd do. I'd be hopeless. Like, I don't want to join a gang, but you have to. In prison, you have to. Well, you don't want to, like, get raped. Yeah, I think, I think I'd think i do. I think I'd go your way and try to make. Try to, 
hey, friends with everybody. Hey, buddy, come on. But that you could know. also cause some problems. You don't want like, to shank me, right? They're like, why are you messing with, why are you talking to like the, the Mexican folks or like the uh, African-Americans? I'm just an all-around cool guy, you know? Yeah, why, I, are you, why are you messing with the Hispanics? Why are you messing with the African-Americans? Oh, I'll just like hide behind the other white guys. Hey, they said I can't talk to you. Maybe I'll, I, there should be like Russians in there, right? I'll join them over the know. neo-Nazis. Maybe. Maybe the Russians. Uh, I don't know. It's tough. Jail, though, that's a different story. You can get along with anybody in jail. There's those, like, rough jails that maybe they have, like, some yeah. segregation. But jails are, like... Mm. Little communities. It's just a community. Jails are a lot cooler. And that's where you get sent. The only way you go to prison if you do some, like, serious shit. Yeah, like, But if actually, you get caught, if you get caught with, like, weed, you're probably going to go to jail. Mm. Yikes. Uh, yikes. Indeed. Oh, boy. I don't want to do that. Um, But, yeah, so... Mm. Well, I'd like to jump back on the topic of uh, whales and stuff. If that's okay. <laughs> yeah, no, go I ahead. I don't know how we... Oh, because whales are trapped in the pools like prisoners. So you don't think it's okay to like keep animals locked up? No. Because... Uh, I, no. Well, if they're intelligent... Yeah, right. I, I already mentioned this, I think. With yeah. a, a, like mentally matured animals, like they know that they're being locked up. So why would you give something that has like sentience? Why would I, you take away their freedom like that as much as i like seeing like exotic animals i wouldn't want i don't want it because i you went can to watch it on nature documentary i went to the los angeles zoo and like everything looks i don't so know if depressed. it was just I don't, I don't know if it was just like a slow day or something but all the animals in there look sad and it didn't it wasn't like it was it killed my vibe yeah no that's how i'm pretty sure that's how all zoos are yeah. it's like just like i'm i'm fine with like i think the only way they should have zoos is if it's like an animal sanctuary where they're taking something that yeah, got hurt like um, then you could go see them while they're healing or or like one of those zoos that have like open land and they can just roam oh like a safari type yeah thing. like yeah. uh in johnson city they have that and all the animals like are a, like pretty cool they have like wine safaris and stuff like that i'm pretty yeah. sure there's a couple around here i say if, i mean but like to keep them enclosed in this little like isolated in this little area is probably not good but i am all for like Animal sanctuary, sanctuaries yeah. that have open field that just let the animals roam. That's okay. Yeah, those be, are. Yeah, that's the way to go. I think if you actually want to see stuff like that, that not on TV, right. then yeah, do something like that. They don't all need to be in these like, I don't know, like twelve by twelve yeah. uh, enclosures. It's not a good. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I don't know. Like, some animals just don't even need to be in this climate, and then they try to like make it. I don't know. It's all weird. Like. Seems kind of barbaric nowadays. Yeah, definitely, one hundred percent. Speaking of animals and animal sanctuaries, um, hunting. Yes, you've yeah, been saying. Yeah, you said that you want to. You've been wanting to go yeah, hunting for talk so long. About, now. Talk about hunting. Yeah, because I could go on forever about this. It's uh, people have a lot of mixed emotions about hunting because there are people out there who just say like, uh, "I'm just gonna," you know. Uh, I don't want to kill any animals, man. You gotta, like, peace, peace everywhere, man. Right, right. Yeah, just a classic hippie vibe towards it. And we have that, or at least it wouldn't be this bad if not for a big problem, I have to say, is Disney. It's like one of Disney. the biggest factors in this because Disney has anthropomorphized uh, animals for us. That's and a, we, we've, our generation has grown up on, like, Bambi and the Lion King and well, like, even even dating back to old like fables, they're yeah. all about animals. Yeah, well, Disney really jacked it up a couple notches. 
I mean, they turned up the volume on it. Right. Like, you know, oh, you can't kill a bear, man. That's like Yogi and Boo Boo, man. You can't do that. But, <laughs> yeah, it's just... So, people need to understand that... Okay, you remember a couple of years back, there was like... Uh, this dentist went to uh, Africa and like shot a lion or something. Mm-hmm. Like everyone was like, "Oh, they were they were in a fury, man. <laughs> they they really hated this guy for killing this lion, right? Right. But what people don't realize is that animals are s- sustained the way they are now because of people who do that. Mm-hmm. Are you a little confused by this point? No, I know exactly where you're. I know where yeah, you're getting. Yeah, you know at. where I'm going. I know. Where you're getting okay, so. And I agree with what you're about to say. Yes. Basically, people freak out whenever a guy from the United States flies over to Africa and does trophy Or any part of the world, really. Or even hunting in general. But I'll I'll talk specifically about Africa because there's a lot more endangered species over there. But um, so basically what happens when somebody wants to go uh, kill a lion or something or Mm -hmm. a giraffe or a zebra or whatever, they have to spend like hundreds of thousands of dollars for like for a tag and then uh people in the area mm-hmm. they're like uh they're like hunting guides and they pick out an animal for this one to kill so they take the hunter on a like an animal sanctuary and they're like well this specific lion has like killed all these other lions and it's like a problem it's getting old so we're gonna have this hunter kill that guy mm-hmm. and then we're gonna take these hundreds of thousands that he paid us and we're going to use it to better this animal sanctuary's um, security. We're going to pay our game guards. We're going to reinforce the fences. Because the real problem is not hunting. It's poaching, right, yeah, which poaching. is illegal hunting. And that's what For his... From material. Yeah, yeah. And poachers, you know, they kill as many as they can. They have no sympathy for the animals. And they... All they want is something specific to go sell for a lot of money. Right. Like like Tusk. ivory, like a yeah. rhino horn yeah. in some countries would be worth more than gold. Mm-hmm. Like it's really expensive stuff. So all they do is kill like a rhino and then saw off its horn and then go sell it. Mm-hmm. And then just leave the body there to rot. But hunters would like take it, tan the hide, take the meat eat a lot of the body and it's helped out the sanctuary by paying a lot of money take taking one lion and then yeah and you know everyone can't not everybody can do it because then we wouldn't be able to because we're going to hunt them to extinction but a lot of animals were near extinction and because of situations like this um that that's why they're coming back in these mass like it went from like a thousand rhinos to like eighteen thousand. Within the last like fifty years, which is not but, a lot, but it's a big jump. Well, oh yeah, yeah. For that many years, oh, uh, yeah. that's a good thing. Um, but yeah, yeah. But people just don't want to accept it because they want to like find a better way to protect them. But there's really this is honestly this is, the best way. And when you get down to it, why are like people here in America dictating how like people on these animal sanctuaries in Africa how to live? Like, right. hey. Uh, I don't really care about your sanctuary thing and all the hard work you're doing because I don't think it's right to kill animals. So there, and we're like, well, our community is like our whole economy is set around this. Right. Nobody's coming to our country for anything except hunting this lion. So that goes. I mean, it all plays into a big part of it, and I really think people need to educate themselves more on it. Um, 
Right. And, and I think that's what makes me feel better about this whole situation because I don't like I've never really been hunting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a big hunter. Right. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's just a common rule in hunting. I have a father son trip one day to, uh, it's a common rule to just kill the, the oldest, you know? Yeah. It's a, it's called a cull animal. Something yeah. that is something already spread its genes. It's lived its life. It's either going to get taken out by a predator or die of old age right. or a broken hip or something like that. Yeah. So you're really doing it a favor in a sense, because then it's you're making an easy use. Death. Yeah. You're making use of its body. And a lot of people also think hunters are like really disrespectful of yeah. the animals and they're like yeah yeah fucking yeah i just killed this killed this elk now i'm gonna post it on instagram and yeah, like, yeah. well i mean if i killed an elk i'd definitely post it on instagram that, oh yeah I, yeah elks like I, I don't think it's a problem to post it on instagram but people don't understand like i've been hunting obviously right <laughs> but it you don't feel great about it you you want to celebrate afterwards because it's hard work to track down oh, yeah. the animal that you want to get, wait it out, spend hours just sitting and watching, and you finally do Having it, and that's why you're happy. You're not happy about killing. You're happy about have doing what you've been working so hard to do. you got to put piss on your freaking shoes Oh, yeah, if you're bow hunting. Yeah, it's a lot harder if you yeah, bow hunt. It's just like a whole um, process, but, I mean, to kill the oldest one that spread its genes already. I mean, yeah. yeah. And then, like, trophy hunting, you know, it. It's a little different, right. but it's still a lot of money goes into like game wardens here in the United States to help conserve uh, the environment. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's, do, you, do you have any? Um, you have any funny hunting stories? Hmm. Nothing too crazy. Um, you have any uh, fun hunting stories? Uh. I can't think of anything really specifically, like, funny. Uh, We've had some... (laughs) Or, like, anything that's memorable? Um, Okay, so there's this one time Uh we were in South Texas. Okay. And uh, it was around Laredo. We had this... uh, We were were on a hunting lease that was... It was really close to the border of Mexico. Right. And... um, we it was my dad and two of his friends were all in on this lease. Hmm. There might have been another guy, I can't remember. It's, this was a while ago. But one of these guys, uh, he was really like skittish all the time. Like he's just kind of a scared guy, you know? Right. And uh we called him we called him Chicken Jack because he also owned a chicken restaurant. Oh. So it, it fits. Good. So it was uh yeah, we thought that this guy was, you know, it was funny how scared he was all the time. Like whenever Whenever we stayed the night down there, we it was a big metal shipping container, you okay. know, like yeah, yeah I know an actual like shipping cargo. container, and we, uh, we just had this big mattress in the back, right, the very back of it, and the doors we had to close them at night because we were always scared of like illegal aliens crossing the border. It could be like cartel. <laughs> we don't want to get mixed up in that. Obviously, yeah, that's not good. It would not be fun. So, uh, we had these wires, and we would have to pull, pull the doors shut from the inside and wire it. Uh, which wouldn't really stop anybody if they really wanted in. Um, and, yeah, we'd sleep in there on like cots or this big mattress. It was pretty gross. Always <laughs> rats and stuff. But see, this guy see, would like see, see. This is what. It, this is the things you have to go to just to hunt. Exactly. Like it's not easy or fun. <laughs> we even had like this thing we called the bumper dumper. And this guy, he, uh, with my dad, he's a mechanic. Right. And uh, he he like welded together this toilet bowl shape. <laughs> And then like wrap styrofoam around it, and that and we hooked it up to the back of a truck, and that's how you 
took a crap. Gross. Yeah. <sighs> it was uh, it wasn't fun. Right. So anyway, Chicken Jack. Uh, oh yeah, we made fun of him because whenever he came down, he didn't want to stay in the container because it was gross. So he would bring like a travel trailer or stay in a hotel, oh, and we were like, "Oh, come on, man, you gotta live out here in the wild, man." Chicken Jack. Yeah, Chicken Jack. So we were hunting one morning, and we all went out at about four in the morning, mm-hmm. so we could get up before sunrise. And then wait for the sun to come up. And then around noon, if we hadn't seen anything, then we would go back, take like a midday nap and like eat lunch. And then we would go back out around like uh, 2.30-ish. So we'd have like a two-hour break and then continue hunting until it was dark. So me and my dad had not seen like anything. (laughs) Because um, on this lease, there were also cows. And Uh the cows had like spooked off the deer. Actually, (laughs) Actually, we were in this blind that was pretty high off the ground. And uh, it's, like, connected by this wire thing. But there were these, like, young, like, juvenile bulls. And they kept ramming the bottom of the stand. And we were, like, (laughs) we were afraid they were (laughs) going to tip it over. Because it was, was like, a second story up in the air. Yeah. So if we had fallen out of that, it would not be fun. But anyway, we ended up leaving early. And so did the other guy because he hadn't been seeing anything either. So we were there, and Chicken Jack was not. And we were waiting on him to get back. (laughs) So... And he he was all also really scared of like running into cartel or anything like that. As you should be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not fun <laughs> to be scared of that. Oh, but anyway, we uh, we my dad wanted to pull a prank on him since he hadn't gotten back yet. Right. So he parked his truck and he left the door of his truck open with like the flashers on, uh-huh. and then we all hid in the brush like around the camp. So he came back. And he, like, walked up to my dad's truck, and he was like, what the, like, where are they? Like, all their trucks are here, but they're gone. And the lights are on, and what, what's going on? And then my dad pulled out his gun, and he fired, like, four shots into the air. <laughs> and he, like, hit the dirt, and it rolled under the truck. Uh, yeah, because I guess he thought he was under attack. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, that was pretty That was pretty funny. Um, Anything, like, what's the craziest animal you've hunted? Animal, uh, I have killed a bobcat one time. That Those was, things are crazy. Yeah, they and it was pretty big. I was fourteen. Um, I think that's the last time I've been hunting. It's been a long time. We need to go. Yeah, yeah. I de- I'm definitely going this year. Uh, high school just really like made me lazy, lazy towards it. I was like, I don't want to get up at four a.m. and go sit in a deer stand. No, that's that's cold outside. I don't want to <laughs> do that. Oh man. But anyway, I um. Yeah, it was yeah, I was 14 and we were hunting deer obviously, but this bobcat came out. And my dad did have a predator tag. Right. So, we could kill like a coyote or a wildcat or a wildcat, a bobcat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so this bobcat walked out, I shot it, and it was so big. I I held it up for a picture and I was holding the legs and like I was in the Y of the right. YMCA. <laughs> holding my holding my arms up in the air. Uh, holding it by its back legs and its front paws touched the ground. I was holding it like this. So what were you like a good five six, five seven? Yeah, something like that. Yikes. Yeah, it was it was a big cat. You know, and, um, there are rumors that there are mountain lions around Texas in this in, area. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I saw it in the news. I um, you can trust the news. <laughs> I don't doubt it. My um, friends, I mean, my friends have said that they've seen the lion, like mountain lion. Oh, I've heard plenty of stories about it. But That's crazy, um, a mountain lion. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that threw me off of that idea was I have a friend of mine 
um, he probably won't care if I say his name, Jared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, uh, old Jarhead, he, um, I was talking to him about mountain lions, and he was, his dad is a game warden, and he was like, that's right. not real. He was like, those are fake. And yeah. I was, he was like, people like think they see one, but it's really like a house cat really far away. No. And I was like, come on. There's, There's no obviously way. Obviously, they come up here. And he was like, I will call my dad right now. And his dad was like really adamant about there not being mountain lions in the area. There, There's no way you can mistake a house cat for a mountain lion. I, I feel like people could be pretty stupid sometimes and call that in. But I definitely think this environment would be a bobcat type environment. I'm A mountain lion... <laughs> A mountain lion type environment. Well, I saw in Austin in the news that a park is closed right now because there was a mountain lion sighting. Sighting? Was it like confirmed or was it just uh-huh. somebody claimed they saw one? Well, they closed the park for a reason. If it was just like, oh, maybe they if saw they one. If they found like tracks or dung or something, then yeah, that would that would make oh, some no. more sense. It was in Austin? Like Zilker? Um, not Zilker. Something I don't want to like say that. it was like downtown. I want to say it was closer to like bee caves. Where it's not as well. Normally, mountain lions—they're uh, in a lot of cases. And if people don't know this, um, sometimes in very rare situations, you can hunt mountain lions. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm getting off track here. Usually, mountain lions hang around livestock areas because they pick right. off like calves or sheep, of course, or something like that. It's easy, easy pickings. So wh- why not? If I was a mountain lion, I'd do that. It's like fast food. <laughs> I mean, it's just, that's crazy to think there's mountain lions in this area. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? I saw one out. What? Do you remember that guy, uh, I think it was like last year, who killed a mountain lion with his bare hands? I don't remember that, no. You don't remember this? Mm. No, I remember it being all over the news, but yeah. (laughs) With his bare hands? Yes. So what happened was he was a a runner, and he was like jogging up in, I think it was North California or Colorado, something like that. Okay. Uh, he was on one of these mountain trails running, and he noticed that this cat was stalking him. Oh, no. And um, apparently it actually attacked, and it, it attacked him from behind, and he kind of turned when it was jumping on him, and it knocked them both down a hill, and they kind of oh, tumbled man. down the hill. And when he landed to it, he was kind of like its head was by his feet, and then its tail was by his head. So he grabbed its back legs and then put his foot on its throat, and strangled it to death. And I don't know about you, but I couldn't do that with a house cat. Hell. All right. Like a strangled house cat. Apparently this mountain lion was not that big. It was like it was young. Right. Like but probably still, the only reason so he was attacked was because it was a younger cat. It was not mature enough to know that's a bad idea to attack a human. Even though now it knows. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now that guy dead. is legendary. I mean, well, fuck. He was in I'd an love interview. to have that title. <laughs> He was in an interview and his face is all scarred up and stuff, but he he's okay. That's worth it. Um, but yeah, uh, people were saying like it wasn't even a big mountain lion, but I swear to God, like a house cat could mess somebody up. Yeah, that's a mountain lion. Have you ever just tried to hold down a house cat with like one hand if it's like going crazy? I'd love to have that title. It it would mess you up. Well, you know, you being the father figure, if we were to be attacked by a mountain lion, I you're supposed to protect me, so. You mean I, I'm supposed to die while you run? Yes. I don't think I could take a mountain lion. All right, well, if, if we ever come across a mountain lion, I guess we'll see. Okay. Uh, well, everybody, that seems like uh, that's it for us. Already out of time. Jeez, already, these things was, are uh, starting to fly by. It's getting easier and easier with each episode. Uh, yes. Maybe we can have some longer ones in the future. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> if we get some advertising out, maybe. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, 
Remember, guys, that this would usually be the part where we'd answer your questions or have any advice. Uh, yeah, so if you want to write at us, uh, it's, our Instagram is going to be fatherandson512. You can DM us there or you can email us at thefatherandsonpodcast at gmail.com. And yeah, just really anything. If you want to give us feedback on the podcast, if you want to give us any recommendations for episodes, if you just have like relationship problems and you just want, you just want to know what to do. Anything like that, we're open cool to. The perfect people for that. Sure. Sarcasm, <laughs> sarcasm, sarcasm. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Make sure to follow us on Spotify and YouTube. We're finally going to upload videos. I know we've been slacking yes, on that we too. Can, we finally found the right way to film it. You know? so, it just yeah. wasn't working out before. Uh, make sure to follow us on YouTube, Spotify, and Instagram. Make sure to hit that download mm-hmm. button and share with your friends. Uh, any last words? Uh, hey, you know. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't think of anything. All right. Y'all guys have a wonderful yeah, day. Yeah, great talking to you again. Right. Bye-bye. Bye.